Hello, and welcome to The Bear Life with your host, Kalia of Paparoxy.com. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday, busy people how to simplify. So we are discussing on this episode, or FitCast like I like to call them, um, how do you find the motivation to work out? It is something that I'm currently going through and I'm having such a tough time. If you guys have followed me at all for the past seven years, I've done all these races and I work out and I go through ups and downs. I mean, my social media, you probably wouldn't tell that I missed a beat because you it's like everyone's highlight reel, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, according to that, you know, I haven't had any lulls, but I actually have. And, you know, in the spirit of transparency and just being real with everyone, um, I wanted to do a fake cast about that because it's hard to sometimes stay motivated. I know for me, when I did Iron Man, I was like going so, so hard. And then afterwards, I just fell off the deep end because I was so tired. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about that today. And why do we go through that? Um, I think for me, what happened was like life just changed. So I went, I got more work, you know, um, my personal life got, I had more activities. I was in a relationship, like all these things were happening. And so my time for working out was like dwindling. Do you find that that happens, Dan? Well, for me, what happened with me is, or what I find with a lot of people, is that they don't set goals. Okay. So they go into the gym, they do the same thing. Same reps, sets, same weights. So they, the body starts to adapt really quickly. So they see changes for the first couple times, mm-hmm. and then you plateau. And then once you plateau, you don't see results, you stop mm-hmm. going to the gym. Okay. And then you lose motivation. Okay. So it seems like, and I guess this is true for me, because what you're saying is like seeing results pushes you to continue to work exactly, out. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that is totally me because I'll be like, like, oh my God, I have two abs this week. Let mm-hmm. me keep going. Let me keep pushing <laughs> exactly. through. Exactly. So once you start seeing results, it pushes you. It keeps pushing you and you got to find new goals to keep you motivated and on track. Mm-hmm. Well, just for you guys to know, the reason that me and Dan even met was because I realized like I had hit this slump personally and I I didn't know how to get out of it. And, you know, I, I'm okay admitting like, okay, I don't know about something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. And I could work out till I'm blue in the face. Like sometimes I'd be working out for hours and hours, but I wasn't seeing any results. And that's when my good friend Talia, shout out to Talia. <laughs> um, I remember how she went to, she came to the gym chaos in Englewood and I was like, oh, okay, let me check it out. And I came and that's how I met Dan. Um, so my question to Dan is how many of your clients come in in the similar situation or what have, what have you found? Well, I found that a lot of clients that first came here either were wearing the, the same boat as you, okay. essentially. They, to a certain point, were doing the same things that they were doing, mm-hmm. as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. and they didn't really see results. They didn't want to go into the gym. So that's when they seek out professional help, so mm-hmm. a personal trainer, in this case with me. Mm-hmm. And then basically we set goals for them to have, and then once we reach those goals, we make new goals. And then I think progressive overloading is the best way to achieve the best results too. So every week or every month, you're trying to push yourselves to do more than you could previously. 
That's really interesting. Mm. And I'll I'll say this for you guys. Basically, the first time that me did train, oh my god, I would have totally stopped at so many different points. And he mm. was like, no, you can do more. You can lift more. You can do more. And when I was done, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Exactly, um, yeah. So, I like, what have I been doing all these years? <laughs> yeah, people could do so much more than they think they can. They just give up really quickly. They're afraid of, you know, injury. Mm. They don't think they can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what my job is, to help you unlock that potential. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really, really awesome. And you talked about progressive overloading. Can yes. you just, I guess, touch on that or expand on it a little bit? Yeah, so let's say you're going to the gym for about a month or two months. You do the same thing every time. So at first it gets hard, right? You can't really do it. You barely are able to do, let's say, four sets of eight of 30 pounds, right, on, let's say, let's say uh, the shoulder press or something. Mm-hmm. And then after about week three, week four, it's, it's easy. You're just going through it. You could talk while doing it. You know, you're not out of breath. And then month two, you're like, why am I even doing this? I'm not looking any different, you know? And so you stop. Yeah, exactly. Your body, it's, it's crazy how your body can adapt to stimulus, you know? So you got to keep giving it a different type of stimulus in either weights, the type of workouts you do. Even in the order of which you do your exercises can make mm-hmm. a whole new experience. So do you, you often change up the order? Because I know for me, I'll always start out with cardio because I, I don't mm. like it. So I just want it to go away quick. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the time I get to strength training. Um, You're too tired or you just want to go home? I want to go home and I mm-hmm. rush through it. Why not, doing call, why not do cardio at the end? I mean, that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that, that's why you're my trainer because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And what it, is there a reason that people do one or the other? Or I mean, it seems like something that was, like, pre-programmed in me, maybe from mm-hmm. track. I used to run track in high school, and I just remember we'd always do, like, the run workout and then strength. It was, like, this thing on the side. Well, I did track as well, and ideally, since you're trying to get better at track, you would do the running part first. But in general, it depends. Like some people rather get it out of the way and do it first, and that's good for them. And then other people, like I would uh, recommend for you to do it at the end because then that would just make you skip out on the working out portion. So I suggest doing that for you. So getting into that a little bit, and I know we're kind of getting a little off, but it's okay (laughs) because I'm really, really fascinated. Um, My goals are to obviously see more muscle and drop a few pounds and things like that. Do you tweak the balance between cardio and strength training based off the person's goals? Uh, yeah. So, well, ideally, the best way to burn fat, get in shape, whatever, any of that, is to lift weights. And ideally, in this time period, everyone's too busy. They don't have enough time. So people should, uh, people should rely on weight training first rather mm-hmm. than cardio if you had to choose between the two. Because there are also scientific studies that show that by lifting weights, you're going to achieve results in a faster amount of time. So what it does is it raises your uh, metabolic rate. So basically, even after the workout, you're burning calories after. Wow. Like, my, if you guys can see my face right now, like, my <laughs> jaw is on the ground. No, seriously, like, my entire life, it's kind of been, like, you do, if you want to drop pounds, you do a bunch of cardio. Mm. And I, we were talking before we started filming, and I was telling Dan, like, I did an Ironman. That's a 140-mile race, swimming, biking, running. I was working out, like, 
crazy amount of hours per week. Um, and I didn't see the results and I eat pretty healthy too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh my God, like why am, why don't I look ripped like those Iron Man people, you know, mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. And this is what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, I mean, if you're trying to drop pounds and I also heard that mm-hmm. by lifting weights, you also burn, um, you're burning muscle when you're not working out. Is that true too? Exactly. Uh, hours after your muscles are recovering. Rather, as opposed to cardio, let's say you're you're on the treadmill for one hour. You're burning, let's say, 500 to 800 calories, right? But that's it. You're not burning anything after that. But let's say working out, you're initially burning only, let's say, 300 to 500 calories. But you're burning constantly hours after, even in your sleep. So. Oh my god! Even in my sleep. Okay, let let's have <laughs> let's party for that because I need to lose weight in my sleep, guys. There I'm go. really good at sleep. So <laughs> no, that's that's really really good. Um, so I just want to go over a few tips for finding motivation. Um, and, and it's different for everybody, guys. Like this is this is just what I'm finding. Um, like most people right now, you know, the summers here or coming or summer is in some type of coming or going right (laughs) and you know you want to look good and I always I love the saying like if you stay ready you won't have to get ready right precisely yeah I agree (laughs) with that too (laughs) right so I, I would love to just stay stay in a an acceptable condition all throughout the year and mm-hmm. that's that's definitely like my new year's goal it's not necessarily like a number on the scale but it's just always to feel good and be mm-hmm. healthy so i guess the first tip i would say is find the why would you agree with that uh yeah i totally agree once you are you know why you need to work out and you're motivated then you're on your your way to progress and what is your current why? I know we talked about it a little uh, bit. My current why and why I'm still motivated in the gym after all these years of working out is because uh, I want to hit three three numbers. So there's squat, bench, and deadlift. Three really great exercises to get in shape. So it's a squat, bench, and deadlift. And I want to be considered elite. So I'm chasing these numbers that I have. And I even have it as my background on my phone. <laughs> so awesome. Mm-hmm. He's, he pulled out his phone and he showed me. Um... <laughs> Um, the numbers. Mm-hmm. That's so, like, this is why this is my brother, because we <laughs> seriously, I remember going through Ironman, I had the countdown for the days wow, on my crazy. phone, because mm-hmm. it's like a constant reminder, right, mm-hmm. of why you work out, why you go hard, why you push yourself. So that's excellent. Um, the second second tip, you know, is kind of what we touched about in the beginning is setting gradual, realistic goals. And here, here's my caveat, though, because Dan's mm-hmm. here and, you know, I want what he was talking about was, you know, loading, like progressively loading yes. um, and pushing yourself. And like I said, that's something that I struggle with because I wouldn't push myself that hard in the gym when it's just myself because mm-hmm. I might get injured or I might, you know, something might happen. And I'm yes. like, oh, my God, I can't lift all that. Um, but setting gradual realistic goals is great if you're by yourself. I think with having a trainer, Mm -hmm. it's even better because you are able to do more than you thought you could do. What do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like you were saying before, people don't know exactly how much they're capable of Mm -hmm. and that's where personal trainers come in handy Mm -hmm. and they could help guide you to your goals. Yeah. Safely. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, and the third point is affirming affirming your goals with affirmation and prayer. Um, I'm always big on your inner life and 
setting those intentions, like, you know, whether you're praying to God and asking him, hey, can you help me get out and work out or setting affirmations for yourself, which is something that I used to do all the time where I put like little post-its all over my apartment and be like, hey, you know, you... Well, actually, you know, I had a great affirmation recently, like you are fit, you're lean and you love Mm -hmm. to work out and you love to eat healthy. And that was just an affirmation I was saying every single day. And so my inner life and my mind and my spirit was getting in line with what I wanted my my natural physical life to do. Have you done anything like that? Like setting affirmations or just kind of like, you know, talking to yourself or praying or anything like that? Uh, Yeah, as a Christian myself, I Mm -hmm. try to. Even though I get busy at times, I try to still stay in contact with God and pray sure. once in a while when I can. Yeah, yeah. I should honestly be praying more, but <laughs> I do what I can. All of us, right? We yes, can all be praying sure. more. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it helps, definitely. I know for me, just setting like that intention with God and be like, hey, God, I need help working out. Like for People sure. don't think about praying for that, but it, it's totally mm-hmm. cool, too, you know? Um, so my fourth tip is do not compare. I know I fall Mm. into that trap all the time. One of the first questions I asked Dan was like, um, can I just bring a picture of this celebrity and you turn me into this? (laughs) Mm -mm, No. (laughs) So bad, but it's so, and I know comparing is horrible. I, I guess I'm caught like you go on Instagram and, uh, Facebook and you see everyone looking amazing, but you told me something that was great. You said, look for your uh, your personal best, right? Yeah, I think it's important to take pictures and compare it every week. So there are a lot of different celebrities that people look up to, but it's not really reali- realistic based on genetics and the type of supplements or food that they're using that you're not. Mm. So it's not really good to compare yourself to other people, especially even your friends or family members. You should be focusing on yourself. Yeah, get that. You heard that? Focus on yourself, right? <laughs> I I needed that word, Dan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The next tip is be patient with your progress. Mm. So something Dan shared with me was his a little bit about his story. And if you guys stay tuned to other podcasts, we'll have more. Dan will share more about um, you know what he's done Mm -hmm. uh, fitness wise. but you were patient in your own story because you mm-hmm. were one weight and then you had to drop down and got fit. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So I was uh, struggling at the time, a little bit with depression, stress while in school. So uh, I went from around 160, 170 pounds to I bloated up to 200 pounds. I was eating bad. I wasn't sleeping enough. I had all this stress. Um so basically, I, I had trouble breathing, I had trouble just, you know, just living, essentially. So I had to get medication from my school, I was prescribed medication, um, and then I realized, like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I gotta, I gotta do something, turn my life around. So that's when I decided to sign up for a little local show that would be in the following semester in April. So I decided to change my life around. It was hard at first, but, you know, I kept with the reaffirming thing, I was like, I can't, you know... I can't just stay this way forever. I want to change. You mm-hmm. got to want to change, you know. So mm-hmm. I would I'd write down journals. I would constantly look up information. I'd be immersed in it. I was on YouTube every day. I was on different sites and just try to better educate myself on on the topics like uh, that I needed for the show. Mm-hmm. And then gradually I started seeing results. The, the picture thing helped me so much. Because people, they don't think they change a lot and when they don't take pictures. So they, they look the same. They're like, oh, but you see yourself every day, you know. Once you start comparing week one to two to three and then even four or five, 
you see a big change. You're like, oh, I want to keep going at this. I'm actually seeing change. And that's, that's what I saw. And then after grueling work and being consistent with my diet and nutrition, uh, April came around. So I started around late November, December. And then when April came around, I dropped down to 160. So I lost about 40 pounds in five months and I was ready. I got, uh, I even got a self tan. I yes. did everything. I went all Get out. Get it. Get it, Dan. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was like one of the best experiences of my life. I got in the best shape of my life ever. And yeah, it was cool. It was a cool experience. And I would suggest anyone who's thinking about competing or going on stage to do it. Even if it is like a small local show, it was definitely worth the experience. No, that's really good. There are so many gyms in that, and I'm going to pick some out, and maybe uh, we'll make some tweetable moments from that. But definitely I'm adding in a tip. Um, take pictures, people. Yes. Everybody's on the gram. Everyone's taking mm. selfies. Everybody has a camera. So take pictures of yourself. I'm definitely going to start doing that. Um so my last tip, and it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's to seek out a fitness professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been blogging about fitness for many years now, and mm-hmm. you know, um, one would think, well, she knows about fitness, and I've shared many articles and just done a lot of research, but I don't, you mm-hmm. know. And I think the benefit of seeking out a fitness professional, as in any professional, is that Dan sees other people. I am not a trainer, so I don't train other people, you know what I mean? I have friends and people give tips, but people don't realize that when you have a trainer, um, they see other clients and they know what works and they know what Mm -hmm. doesn't work, and so they can test out their theories and they're doing different things, and so seeking out professional advice um, is definitely, it's like so easy because there's so many, it's an abundance, I'm sure People at your gym are probably trying to sell you on, like, <laughs> <laughs> member training packages, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, that, that's definitely, um, you know, a great thing. So, I had a couple final questions um, mm-hmm. for you. Again, in the vein of the fact that you do see so many people, um, what do you find is the biggest stumbling block for your clients? Mm, well, at first, I feel like their their goals that they set aren't good goals. So when they come in, we have them sign a little evaluation type form. And at the bottom of the last page will be, what are your goals? So automatically, people write, get fit, get healthy. What, what does that mean exactly? You know, that's not like a specific goal because everyone wants to do that, you know, but you need like more specific goals. Like, let's say losing fat in your arm or your leg, or you want to tone up this area or that area, you want to lose X amount of weight, you want to press X amount of weight. Those are more realistic goals, and that'll keep you more on track. That's so good. Dan definitely schooled me when I first came in, because like, (laughs) my goal was, I want to look lean. He's like, um, no, Kalia, you need to have something specific. I don't (laughs) even know. What, how can we even work towards that? I don't Mm -hmm. even know where to begin. Um, And my next question is because it is easy to say to go, you know, go and get a trainer, but um, trainers are not cheap. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to pay. So for people who can't necessarily afford a trainer, how can how can they make the best out of their situation? And also those who can, how can they make the best out of their training session? Uh, so to answer your first question, so training is definitely not cheap or, well, for a lot of the people, you know, so, uh, what I would suggest is to educate yourself, Mm -hmm. go online, 
research articles, uh, YouTube videos. There's so much information now in this day and age that we should be taking advantage of it, you know? And then uh, if you're at a commercial gym, you could, I, I would suggest going up to people who you think can actually, who you look up to and ask them what they're doing right, what they do. And it might be a little bit embarrassing at first or whatnot, but I think that it's worth it in the end. And you may learn things that you might not find online. Mm -hmm. So. No, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for being on no our podcast today. Um, we do have some more cool episodes with Dan, um, so make sure you check them out. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday busy people how to simplify.